This is News to Go, your daily news podcast featuring news from various news outlets. Heard via our Anchor podcast app and playing on iRadio daily until mid-afternoon. Now the news. News Nation this hour, I'm James Sears. President Biden calls the new Omicron variant of coronavirus a cause for concern, not panic. Biden said his administration is moving quickly and aggressively to curb the variant. He said that strategy will involve more vaccinations, not shutdowns. I want to reiterate, Dr. Fauci believes that the current vaccines provide at least some protection against the new variant. And the boosters strengthen that protection significantly. The Federal Trade Commission is trying to get to the bottom of the supply chain crisis. The agency has launched an investigation amid empty shelves and high prices. It wants documents from Walmart, Amazon, Kroger, and six other companies. Former Empire actor Jesse Smollett's trial has begun in Chicago. Dana Rebick reports. A very long day in court that dragged into the evening. Twelve jurors have now been selected with two alternates. We heard opening statements from both sides. The prosecution saying that testimony from key witnesses will prove that Jussie Smollett staged a hate crime against himself, while his attorney says this was a real attack and that he is a real victim. The judge expects the trial to last about a week. Former President Trump's attorneys will try to persuade a federal appeals court today to stop Congress from receiving records from the National Archives related to the Capitol riot. The court will also hear from the January 6th committee's lawyers. Lawmakers are facing an end-of-the-year legislative bottleneck with raising the debt ceiling and passing a large defense bill that's currently in limbo due to deadlock on voting on potential changes. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia indicated yesterday there is a pathway to resolving the debt ceiling standoff. We, we have an agreement. I understand there was an agreement from the Republicans to do a very quick reconciliation by itself for the debt ceiling. As for the defense bill, 47 Republicans and five Democrats voted against wrapping up debate since members of the GOP want votes on amendments to the bill. Apple will be alerting iPhone users who were hacked after a small number of devices worldwide were infected with Pegasus spyware. Apple filed a lawsuit last week alleging an Israeli company broke the law by selling the spyware to hackers. And for the first time in decades, another country is severing its imperial links to Britain. The former British colony of Barbados has removed Queen Elizabeth II as head of the state. Prince Charles came to the island for the official ceremony. A former judge was sworn in as the country's first president. Barbados plans to stay part of the Commonwealth. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. Detailed forecast today, partly sunny then gradually becoming sunny, with a high near 46. West wind around 10 mph. Tonight mostly cloudy, with a low around 30. West wind around 5 mph becoming calm in the evening. Wednesday a slight chance of rain and snow before 10 a.m., then a slight chance of rain between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 48. South wind 5 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 20%. Wednesday night mostly cloudy, with a low around 41. Southwest wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Thursday mostly sunny, with a high near 54. West wind 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Thursday night partly cloudy, with a low around 34. Friday partly sunny, 
with a high near 47. We continue to monitor developments at Notre Dame as Coach Kelly will become the new coach at LSU. Notre Dame coach Kelly is saying adios to the Fighting Irish and taking over the LSU coaching job. Stay tuned to our Facebook group and we will stay on top sharing the latest alerts and who the new coach will be. This is News Source 1 Michiana. From the Black Information Network. This is the BIN Daily Update. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. America is on alert, on the lookout for the first cases of the Omicron variant. It's an around-the-clock effort. There are travel restrictions on South African countries where the Omicron variant was first spotted. President Biden says it is cause for concern, but not cause for panic. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the president will be transparent and letting the country know the risk of this new contagious variant. The president is uh, going to do everything. He's going to always err on the side of protecting the American people. America, protect yourself. That's the message from Vice President African-American Kamala Harris. One way of protection is the travel ban, but that won't be enough, she says. The vice president again reminds everyone to get the shots. But again, I can't stress enough. One, if, if you have not had the booster shot, get the booster shot. Cannot stress enough the importance of getting vaccinated for those who have not been vaccinated. I will say what I say every time because it remains true. They are safe. The vaccines are safe. They are free and they will save your life. A black high school athlete on the track team says he was told by an assistant athletic director he gained his speed by running from police. Tony Humphrey says he told the director at Iona Prep in New Rochelle, New York, the statement was racist. Then the teen told his mother, who pulled him out of the prestigious all-boys Catholic school in upstate New York. Humphrey will attend public school until he goes to Boston College, where he already has been recruited to play baseball. The Supreme Court is set to hear arguments challenging the state of Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban. The case, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, is a challenge to what pro-choice activists have called a blatantly unconstitutional ban. Mississippi's 2018 Gestational Age Act prohibits abortions after 15 weeks, with the exception of rape and incest cases, and has been referred to as a direct attack on Roe v. Wade. Unlike Texas's recently passed tough abortion law, which relies on citizens to enforce it, the Mississippi law would involve the state being the enforcer. Will she or won't she? That's the question for African-American Stacey Abrams. The Hill is reporting Democrats are anxious over if Abrams will run for governor again in 2022. She was so close four years ago, losing narrowly to Republican Brian Kemp. Democratic Party operatives believe she will run, but her silence on the subject has them worried about a late entrance that could impede a victory. A black couple says it is their miracle baby, and it took a long time. But the Greensboro, North Carolina couple did not let age stop them. Mother Susie Troxler is 51, and dad, her husband Tony, is 61. The couple got married in 2008 and always wanted a baby. She had fibroids. He had medical issues. Then there were IVF and egg donations. They were down to their last embryo when it happened. Their healthy baby girl is named Lily. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. 
Hear incredible stories about wildlife and the global efforts to save it on our new show, Amazing Wildlife. A new show from iHeartRadio and San Diego Zoo. Starting November 19th, listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. The video is disturbing. Seven inmates at New Jersey's Essex County Jail beating up another young black man with mental health issues. Why they did this to Jay Sean Boyd is not clear, but the pain and the damage they did is. They punched, kicked, stomped on him, even hit him with a microwave oven as he laid there unconscious. He was left in a pool of his own blood and in a coma. The inmates involved are charged with attempted murder. In Massachusetts, it's a cop who could end up in jail. The suspended Springfield police detective will stand trial on civil rights charges. Greg Bigda is accused of improperly and abusively interrogating three Latino boys who allegedly stole an undercover police car. Prosecutors say he used excessive force and told the boys, welcome to White Town. Proceedings start this coming Monday. In Chicago, Illinois, this black man is getting some unwanted attention. We have a lot of situations where what the businesses are doing are contributing to what we have in the streets. With sirens blaring in the background, that was Chicago Alderman Greg Mitchell four years ago talking about how businesses in his ward could be inadvertently contributing to crime by not telling police about people who loiter in front of their stores and shops. Well, now four black business women are speaking out against Mitchell. They want to meet with black mayor Lori Lightfoot to complain. They say he is stopping them from opening up businesses there by tying their plans up in red tape. He denies the allegations, but he does say residents don't want their types of businesses there. One is a daycare center. Another is a cigar lounge. The women say this is old school Chicago politics that they thought black mayor Lori Lightfoot ended when she took office. Controversial conservative black political commentator Candace Owens is drawing criticism for some new comments on race. She says there is not an incentive for whites and Asians to do well in this country because they are discriminated against when it comes to getting help for higher education. Owens claims America has moved on from black discrimination to Asian and white discrimination. But the most recent figures released from the U.S. Department of Education show white students get more non-federal financial aid and more financial assistance from the colleges they attend than black students do. It's one thing for others to help you, something else when you help yourself. In Dearborn, Michigan, 29 public schools got together to collect food for those in their own community who are hungry. The effort was called the Battle Against Hunger Food Drive. And when it was all done, they had collected 55,000 food items and $3,700 in monetary donations, which will go to various food banks and help many black families. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the Black Information Network on the iHeartRadio app or log on to BINnews.com. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. It's Ashley I from the Almost Famous Podcast. You've done everything you can to lose that stubborn fat. Exercise, eat right. But lately, it has gotten harder. Believe me, I hear you. If you're getting ready to make your re-entrance into the world, cool sculpting may be able to help. It's a non-surgical treatment that targets, freezes, and eliminates treated fat cells for good. I was treated on my thighs, and I can 
totally see a difference. Ask your doctor if cool sculpting is right for you. Common side effects include temporary numbness, discomfort, and swelling. Find a provider at CoolSculpting.com. Cool Sculpting is FDA cleared to reduce fat on the abdomen, flanks, thigh, bra fat, back fat, upper arm, and under the buttocks, chin, and jawline. Cool Sculpting is not a treatment for weight loss. Rare side effects may occur. Cool Sculpting may cause visible enlargement on the treated area after treatment and requires surgical intervention for correction. To learn more, visit CoolSculpting.com. All rights reserved by Allergan. That's CoolSculpting.com. Your money on the Black Information Network. Billions of dollars were spent on Cyber Monday. Shopping expert Trey Baj has some advice for the holiday season. Shop earlier rather than later, and then if you do end up shopping past mid-December, you might want to opt for a more digital option like digital gift cards or subscription boxes. Kristen McGrath with Retail Me Not says folks looking for a good deal better be ready to pounce on it. If you're not there, the second that deal goes live, you risk it selling out um, within minutes. Experts say there was a heavier emphasis on electronics and travel for Cyber Monday. Big stores like Walmart and Best Buy had electronic deals. There were also deals that include bonus gifts and free shipping. It's estimated shoppers will spend almost a grand on gifts this holiday season, which is around 2019 levels. And Amazon is reportedly reaping the benefits of a record-breaking Black Friday. On CBS's Face the Nation, Amazon Worldwide Consumer CEO Dave Clark made the comment and added that they're seeing customers engaged. He noted consumers are putting their holiday cash into clothing, seasonal decor, and toys. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Morgan Wood on the Black Information Network. And I'm Rick Schwartz, and we're here from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance, the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and Safari Park. Hear incredible stories about wildlife and the global efforts to save it as we explore the connection between humans, wildlife, and the environment. Starting November 19th, listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. New measures on masks and travel have come into force in the UK to try and slow the spread of the Omicron coronavirus variant. People arriving in the UK from abroad are now required to take a PCR test and self-isolate until they receive a negative result. And face coverings are again compulsory in shops and on public transport in England. These people in Birmingham say they welcome the new guidance. I'd stopped wearing a mask. I'm double vaccined. I've been working throughout. However, now that they've said, I am back to wearing it. We've all sort of wear them, on the, especially on the train, because it's a close space, so we've had to wear them. I think it's a great idea. I guess they are the most packed places to wear them, and so if there's like a new variant and stuff, then you've just got to get on with it and wear them. India's registered nearly 7,000 new infections, its lowest tally of daily COVID cases since May last year. But health experts are concerned the Omicron variant could fuel a third wave, as Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. The head of the COVID-19 vaccine task force, Dr. N.K. Arora, has said that a booster shot policy like the one practiced in Europe may not be a good fit for India. He said more than 80% of the nation may have already developed natural immunity. 
paired with the increasing vaccine coverage, Dr. Arora believes that will provide sufficient protection against COVID-19. Officials are also working on a policy to vaccinate under 18-year-olds. They believe inoculating the younger population, roughly 340 million people, must be the priority. Authorities say they are concerned about the Omicron variant, but are awaiting more data before sounding the alarm. Meanwhile, health experts say India must halt international travel and aggressively test and track COVID-19 patients to curb a potential outbreak of the new variant. NATO countries are meeting in Eastern Europe for talks on security challenges facing the region. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken will join his fellow foreign ministers from NATO alliance countries in the Latvian capital Riga. NATO says the meeting will allow countries to discuss current security challenges and exchange views on stronger cooperation between the alliance and the European Union. The meeting comes as tensions continue to ratchet up between the alliance and Russia, with President Vladimir Putin amassing troops on the border of Ukraine and lending support to Belarusian strongman Alexander Lukashenko, who has orchestrated a migrant crisis on the border of Poland in recent months. Hosting the meeting in the Latvian capital is widely seen as a way of NATO sending a strong message to the Kremlin. Barbados is officially the world's newest republic after removing Queen Elizabeth II as its head of state. Prince Charles and Rihanna were among those in attendance at a ceremony which coincided with the 55th anniversary of independence. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. With so many critical issues, the last thing the American people need right now is a government shutdown. The federal government is set to run out of money this Friday at midnight as lawmakers continue debating 12 annual funding bills. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says failure to reach a deal on those bills by Friday will likely result in a partial government shutdown. Avoiding that shutdown is just one item on Congress's holiday to-do list, which also includes addressing the debt ceiling, voting on President Joe Biden's Build Back Better framework, and adopting the 2022 National Defense Authorization Act, or NDAA. The NDAA, which establishes guidelines and priorities for defense spending, passed the House in September. But Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell expressed concerns about the proposal. The Bipartisan National Defense Strategy Commission has made clear we cannot shortchange our military modernization and have a prayer of competing with the People's Republic of China or even the declining but dangerous Russian Republic. Talks to revive the 2015 Iran nuclear deal resumed in Vienna Monday. Discussions between Iran, Russia, China, France, Germany and Britain have been on hold for six months. The Trump administration dropped out of the agreement in 2018, which is why the U.S. wasn't directly included in the talks. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the U.S. is looking to return to the negotiating table in the future. This is the best available option to restrict Iran's nuclear program and provide a platform to address Iran's destabilizing conduct. Among other things, the original deal lifted economic sanctions on Iran in exchange for limits on their nuclear program. A House committee tasked with investigating the January 6th insurrection plans to charge another former Trump official with contempt of Congress. The New York Times reports the committee is pushing forward with charges against Jeffrey Clark, a former official in the Department of Justice. Jack Dorsey is stepping down as the CEO of Twitter, the social media company he co-founded in 2006. Twitter has come under scrutiny in recent years as Democrats say the site has failed to address misinformation and hate speech, 
while Republicans accused the company of censoring conservative voices. Dorsey told a House subcommittee in March the company's moderation efforts are constantly evolving. We believe in free debate and conversation to find the truth. At the same time, we must balance that with our desire for our service not to be used to sow confusion, division, or destruction. Carrie Meek, a former congresswoman from Florida, died this past Sunday at 95. Meek, the granddaughter of a slave and the child of a sharecropper, held office from 1993 to 2003. She was one of the first black Floridians to serve in Congress since Reconstruction in the 1870s. I'm Jonah Chester for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy online at publicnewsservice.org. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend, 93.3.